Welcome to this episode of The Wolf and the Shepherd. Today we're going to be talking about vampires. I mean, vampires. I think we all know what a vampire is, but obviously, you know, we're going to go in there. We're going to define what a vampire is because I think there's like six people out there that might not know what a vampire is. But thought we'd go through the history of vampires and take a look at you know, vampires in pop culture and old fiction, maybe non-fiction. It's kind of hard telling. I mean, wait, what did we find out about vampires? Almost nothing, actually. Well, so, uh, par for the course. Well, I mean, well, for, for our course, I, I mean, we do some research, but then well, we typically don't find out a whole heck of a lot of well stuff, i thought right? we'd made a uh, promise to our listeners that in 2021 we were going to discuss the topics which are near and dear to the hearts of our listeners worldwide uh, uh, because last year it seems like some of the podcasts we just did for our own amusement and yeah. weren't really that informative or educational so this year we're keeping purely with stuff which we think our listeners might want to hear us yeah. talk about. Or, or that they ask us to, you know, do yeah. our just fantastic version of research so we can explain to them what they would actually find on, like, the first half of Google. Right. Well, um, I've kind of fast-forwarded. I bought forward this episode ahead of the uh, Ants episode and the one on train stations that were never built. So we've kind of brought this one forward because yeah. we figured it might get a better listening audience. Wait, so when you sent me on that trip to these unbuilt train stations and yeah. I had to take all those pictures, was yeah. that a fool's Spent errand? Spent a lot of money on Uber. Oh. <laughs> Could uh, not get a direct train there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I really wish yeah. you would have told me that well, was a fool's errand, but I well, fell for it like I always do. Well, I mean, that $300 we spent on ant farms on uh, Amazon, they're going to be fun when they arrive as well. <laughs> yeah, and by the way... Last time I checked, train stations don't bite, but those ant farms, I mean, if you let those little suckers get out, they bite you. They do, yeah. but they do bite you. Yeah, yeah, they do. Can't keep everybody happy, apparently. No, apparently so anyway, not. I, I just figured, right, vampires, it's uh, 2021. You know, if we continue along with the 2020 timeline of it being a crap hole, I figured after they confirmed the existence of UFOs, which we're now on a countdown of because yes. of the, that little bit of a legislation they stuck into the stimulus bill yeah yeah they, um, they kind of snuck it in there yeah. but I, i'm pretty sure and i didn't read through all five thousand pages of it but i'm pretty sure in that legislation they mentioned that we are in the age of covid yeah they did but i think they snuck that ufo stuff in there hoping that the 600 dollars would kind of make you ignore the fact that they're making the intelligence agencies give over everything they know about ufos in the next 180 days or 90 yeah. days or whatever well it, we're all going to be focused on the one and a half million dollars for the lizards to run on treadmills right yeah and then you've got um the next uh actual projection um about 2021 that you're going to start getting some of the ai uh military programs developing not necessarily a sentient type thing, but they're going to go rogue, right? Because they're going to go out of control and they're going to be mad at us too and try and kill us. And ah. you know, they're going to learn how to build themselves. And so it's going to go full out Terminator style. But then I thought, what else bad can happen to us? And they've figured 
yeah, they're going to confirm vampires are real and they're both thirsty and pissed off at us. Yes. So I thought, might as well get it out of the way now. Yeah. No, no, that's a good plan. Yeah. Let, let's go ahead and let's get, get it out of the way now. Let's get it out of the way. Because so. we have covered killer robots before. Yes, we did. Right, and we've and done ducks. a little bit, little bit of UFOs. And ducks. Yeah. It, we got to be concerned yeah. about ducks. Yeah. So, so yeah, let, let's get these threats out of the way right. early in the year. Yeah. Good, good idea. Yeah. Good, good plan. Good plan. Yeah. For those of you who don't know what a vampire is, you may, be, may as well turn off now because you're not our audience. Um, the basic bitch definition, which I kind of call the first paragraph of Wikipedia, for vampires is, a vampire is a creature from folklore that subsists, I think they could have chosen a better word, that subsists by feeding on the vital essence, generally in the form of blood, of the living. In European folklore, vampires are undead creatures that often visited loved ones and caused mischief or deaths in the neighborhood they inhabited while they were alive. Now, if I had a choice of being visited by a vampire and they either did mischief or death, I think I'd go with the first one. But take into account a lot of this stuff was in the 17th, 18th century, right? What type of mischief do you think like well, vampires would get up to? Well, well I, I think we need to back up a little bit because based off that definition... Couldn't you also say that that could be the definition for a wife? I mean, they, they take the, the lifeblood out of you. They cause all kinds of mischief and everything. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's the wrong rabbit hole to go down to. Yeah, so uh, so so what kind of mischief could a vampire get into? Well, I'm thinking TP in. Yes. Well, and, well, all this has to go on at night. Yeah. Right. Right. So, so yeah, it, they're they're gonna go TP houses. I mean, it maybe some mailbox bashing. Yeah. You know, get out there. Setting fire to bags of crap and knocking on your door and running off. Yeah. On your door absolutely. Uh, that's a good so, one. Maybe it's either that or death. So yeah, which one do you want to go with? Uh, ordering pizzas late at night. Yeah. You know, and have them, um, you know, yeah, delivered delivery. to yeah. places. I I can see vampires doing that. Yeah. Uh, prank phone calls. Yeah. Uh, maybe, you know, it, and of course, nowadays that everybody just uses a cell phone and has numbers stored. Right. Maybe. Oh, hang on. Maybe I'm onto something. Is it vampires that are making all these phone calls about your car's extended warranty or your student loans that need to get paid? Well, what else are they going to do like yeah. in the daytime in the coffin? Well, I mean, these are backlit did, phones now. Yeah, right? but but so. did we just solve a problem? Maybe it's vampires that are trying to sell all these extended warranties. Yeah. Well, let's have an attempt of going on Craigslist and the for looking in the employment section and see how many cold calling uh, vampire applicants we get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll put that on our laundry list of things we're yeah. never going to do. Yeah. So um, there's accounts of vampires and. You know, they've given different names around the world, obviously, um, from Asia to Africa to a lot of Europe. But they're all very, very similar in the depictations in terms of, like, you know, sucking blood. You know, they're undead coming out at night and how you kill them and stuff. And there's actually more recorded evidence around the world of vampires than there is uh, over the last hundred years of kind of man-made global warming. But I know we pissed Greta Thurberg off in one of our earlier uh, episodes but yeah. uh room has it she's discovered boys so global warming has taken a back seat so uh, we shouldn't be getting any more complaint emails from her or I, representatives hey you know what yeah Let, let's go on the record good for her good you, for you know we, we're happy for her so yeah. so uh congratulations yeah. on discovering boys and uh good luck to yeah. you with that and as a side note anybody dating her 
we feel very, very sorry for yeah. you. Good so, uh, it, yeah, you you are taking one for the team. You know what's going to happen the first time they get in an argument? She's just going to be like, you were taking away my dreams. Yes. You have ruined you, my childhood. No, you're so yeah. bad. Yeah. 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 That's, that's going to be a rough first argument. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, right. But um, now, in terms of Western Europe and North America, which is arguably the probably the only part of Earth that matters, Yes. Uh, vampires, they kind of turned up after reports in the 18th century. There was a lot of mass hysteria in like the Balkans and Eastern Europe. Okay. Right. So, you know, obviously the Western world, we didn't really want to miss out on the latest on vogue craze going on. So it wasn't long before, you know, the West were into like staking corpses and buying a lot of garlic, you know, just right. like jumping on the bandwagon really with it. Oh sure, I mean, I mean, I think there was a little bit of a conspiracy there with the garlic industry. Maybe they were suffering, and they said, "Hey, this garlic will take care of vampires," because it could have been something like coriander. You know, nobody yeah. cares about coriander anymore. It's one of those spices that usually is like fifty, seventy-five percent off at the grocery store because nobody's buying it. Right. But garlic, it's held its price. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe a conspiracy there. Yeah. Um. Now, I've actually been to the Carpathian mountain region in Europe, you know, around okay. kind of like Hungary, yeah. Romania, and stuff, so, you know, so close is, to Transylvania. Okay, that's stuff. what I was about to ask. Yeah. So, so is that that Transylvania area? Type area, yeah. Okay. We don't want to get too specific. You know, we're not geographers by any stretch oh, of the imagination. No, I, um, I can find Texas on a map, yeah. but beyond that, I uh, can't find anything else. But I know Transylvania is somewhere over there. Yeah. I think uh, the phone number to call them is like 65,000, and yeah. that's that's pretty much yeah. all I know about Transylvania. Yeah, that's true. And um, But it really, a lot of those areas around there, even a little bit further as you start like going into Poland and some of those other areas... They still take the whole vampire thing pretty seriously. and um, Even today? Yeah. Wow. And, you know, when I traveled there, you know, playing, you know, professional soccer and stuff, we actually had, you know, our tour guides and stuff when we went on the excursion say, don't make jokes about, you know, vampires Ooh, and tracker and all this stuff. Because, really? You know, the local locals actually take it pretty seriously because wow. they're only, you know, a few generations away from probably knowing a relative who actually had to, you know, stake a vampire or, you know, shank a vampire or whatever. Right. Yeah, so they actually take it... Yeah, and even, it, and even yeah, in so, the bigger cities and progressive areas, there's still a strong belief, you know, part of, um, you know, their religious practices, they will still kind of cross themselves going to certain areas to protect themselves from malevolent spirits and mm. vampires, and they'll go through... A lot of them will still go through certain rituals when they're burying their relatives to make sure they don't... Well, so so what we're talking about is you know little Johnny's walking around, and you're a a tourist, like you say, you know you're just you know you're there whether it's for work or for pleasure, whatever you're walking around. You don't want to make that comment because little Johnny's going to say, "Hey, you know my grandfather, my great grandfather told me this story about how he had to kill a vampire." Yeah, and of course it's which was his wife. Yeah. Going yeah. going back yeah. to the, my yeah. original thing, but it actually makes the story sound a little better when you say it was a vampire. Then everybody just kind of dismisses it and says, "Oh well, yeah, good for you, Grandpa Joe. Uh, you took care of a vampire." Where he's thinking the whole time, 
Yeah, she was sucking the life out of me. I had to get rid of her. I love how you've still given them Western names, little Johnny and Joe. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, Living in the heart of Romania, you know. Yes. Little little Johnny and Joe. Well, it's kind of like the Bible, you you know, where all of Jesus' disciples apparently had English names. names. It's like, hey, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, you know, come over here. You know, it's not Ahmed or something like that. It's like... Oh, you know, come come over here, Luke. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, now, this wouldn't be a Wolf and the Shepherd podcast if we didn't do deep, deep research. Correct. And we didn't gather the wisdom of the entire interweb that's, and learn that, that's true. how to spot a vampire so we can Ooh. pass these life skills on to our listeners. Okay, so, so walk me through... Right. How do I spot a vampire? Right, and this is golden information. Okay, okay. so so I'm going to guess step one, be a absolute poor actor. No, how to spot a vampire. Oh, okay, sorry. Right. Yeah, okay, right. how to spot a vampire. Spot okay, a vampire. Here, here we go. Right, okay, go. How, do, right. how do we okay. spot a vampire? Right, number one, okay, and this you would have thought been a given, but some people miss this. They have very sharp fangs. Ah, okay. So all dogs and cats are vampires. Uh, I think it's just talking about humans. Oh, okay. We get into the pet. Oh, uh, pet oh, vampire sorry. Stuff uh, okay, like that. okay. So but no, they are so very sharp fangs. Very so, sharp fangs. Yeah. Okay. Now, now remember, that makes this sense. Isn't, this isn't a, just one of these things, and it's definitely a vampire. It has to be a combination, or maybe all of these things. So number one. Oh. Okay. They are very sharp fangs. Just in case you hadn't noticed before, like in the first seventeen years, you knew this person until you read this list, and you're like, oh yeah. So My friend Michael has very sharp things. Yeah. So so maybe if you're a vampire, maybe you don't smile in pictures, right? Because you don't want people to see your sharp fangs. Well, don't they protrude past the bottom lip a bit, like a over exaggerated overbite? Uh, possibly. You know, it's a bit hard to hide the fangs, isn't it? Yeah, but but you know maybe they figured out a way that nobody can see those teeth. Yeah, so maybe, maybe that should be suspicious. Mm. Like, oh, yeah. that guy. I never see his teeth, so, so maybe he's West, a vampire. So you've got to think in the age of COVID, wearing a mask has definitely worked their benefit. Oh, such a great point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, vampires have to love the age of COVID right now because right. now they Calm don't have to... themselves up. Yeah. Now they, now they don't have to worry yeah. about showing the fangs. So, okay. Yeah. So, so step one or, or item one, uh, got the sharp teeth. Very got sharp, it. Very okay. sharp fangs. Anyway, number two, which is a... a Double, it's a twofer, two for one. They look very pale and have no reflection. Okay, so they must be gamers. They play a lot of video games yeah. then because they never go outside. Or they've got pernicious anemia, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. one of the two. Yeah. Okay, so sharp no reflection. Yeah, sharp fangs and they're pale. Mm. Okay, I, I'm, I'm with you so far. No, okay. no reflection. I, I've already thought about six people in my life right now that I'm pretty sure are vampires. Right. Yep. Now, number three, this is this is a great one. Uh, their eyes can put humans in a trance, so they so they obey the vampire's commands. Oh, okay. So those yeah. six people just—they're not yeah. vampires now. Uh, but I've thought about two other people that have those eyes, but they're not yeah. pale and everything. So. So now I'm pretty sure I don't know a vampire. That's kind of depressing. I wonder if it if they're influential over Zoom calls as if they would be in real life. Mm. If their eyes are kind of like hypnotic. Maybe. You know? Yeah, Cause I see your point. Yeah, because we've had to move to a lot of Zoom calls now. So I'm just yeah. wondering kind of... 
yeah, how the and, vampires get people to do their bidding and, if they and of to course, do it over Skype or Zoom. You know, all, all our listeners know we're terrible at Zoom. Uh, every time yeah. we've had to do a remote interview, uh, it's not been great. Well, actually, if their eyes were um, hypnotic over Zoom, we would be the least people to be affected by it because we can't get it out of a 400 by 640 resolution. So. Yeah. No, we can't even necessarily see the eyes. We know where yeah. the eyes should be on the face. Hey, we're we're doing good to be able to convert a yeah. Zoom call to a video version on YouTube yeah. where you can actually see what we're doing because yeah. we've had to trash so many videos yeah. because we're terrible with that. It looks like so. amateur ghost footage. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they never age and can live forever. So, you know, forgetting Nancy Pelosi, right? Vampires never age and can live forever. But this is assuming they have a, you know, consistent is, source of blood. Is Paul Rudd a vampire? Well, is Keanu Reeves a vampire? I mean, there's yeah. some people. Uh, Jennifer Aniston, even. I mean, there's people. Betty that White. Age. Well, Keith, no, she looks old as. A uh, uh, yeah, but Keith Richards she's still alive. What no, about Keith Richards? Just because they're still alive, they don't look young, though, do they? Yeah, but you know, some of them maybe that's just something to fool everybody. Maybe know. it's makeup. Yeah. I mean, let's let's think about what Hollywood can do with makeup and, and aging people or de-aging people or whatever. Maybe Keith Richards has been alive for like 400 years. Maybe he's Dracula. Well, I think he took that many drugs that at some point some of them combined to create immortality and it's ah. like RNA and DNA. Yeah. And, yeah. Know. Um, here's a good one. They sleep during the day. Okay, so uh, my daughter <laughs> my daughter is a vampire right. because she gets yeah. up at like one in the afternoon. Yeah, it's all high schoolers. Uh, yeah. yeah. Often in a coffin. Oh, okay. Well, she doesn't sleep in a coffin. Right. But this is one of the things which got me on this like... But, hey, by list. the way, do you know what the difference between a coffin and a casket is? Um, no. Yeah. So I didn't know that there's actually a difference between a coffin... In a casket. Is it like $490? Uh, depends on which uh, mortuary you go to. Right. But yeah, the, the coffin has six points on the top of it for the lid. And a casket only has four, you know, the normal square. But a coffin yeah. has that, you know, kind of bowed out deal, kind of where your shoulders are and then kind of comes back right. in. Yeah. That's the difference between a coffin and a yeah. casket. Yeah. So... I, you know, depending on which word you want to use, a lot of people will call a casket a coffin or yeah. a coffin a casket. We, we don't see many coffins anymore. We see caskets. But right. there's actually a difference. So I yeah. uh, didn't even know we were going to bring that up, but there yeah. is a difference yeah. between a coffin and a casket. It's still more expensive than throwing you in a ditch and setting fire to you, but, you know. Well, that, that or, like I've always said, put me in a trash bag and put me at the curb. You know, yeah. it, just get rid of me that way. Right. Yeah. So, no, uh, no, no offense, by the way, to our uh, listeners that might run funeral homes, because we're always looking for sponsors, yeah. and we we would accept a sponsor from a funeral home, and we yes. will explain how Absolutely. you need to have all of those things yeah. go on during yeah. the funeral, and and we'll go ahead and edit and that out. And just for a photo op, we will both pose in a casket or a coffin if you want to take photos of us, and we will sign the photos, and you can put it I, on the website. Actually, it one of us in a coffin, one of us in a casket, so we can show the difference. Yeah. I think that'd be a, a good educational piece. Maybe one of us getting staked as well. Yeah. 
Uh, let uh, let's make that you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. So uh, this next one, and one of these words kind of jumped out on me. They like to bite a person's neck to drink their blood. Now they like. I was. I figured the whole drinking blood was more of a necessity. Right. For the continuity of being a vampire. So they like. So it's like, oh, what are your hobbies? Uh, playing modern warfare, TPing, you know, creating mischief in my old neighborhood. Right. And I really like to bite people's necks. Now, yeah. drinking the blood, that's secondary. I just like biting people's yeah. necks. But why the neck? Is it the carotid artery? It, it, is that like the best place to get blood? Well, is actually, that why they some, always some, go some there? Some of the old legends from around the world, they would actually bite people in the stomach. The stomach. Well, you see, like, you get the whole, the whole, um, you know, vampire movie stuff, right? And, you know, the vampire is normally, uh, you know, hypnotizing the victim, looking in their eyes, and they're kissing, and then goes to kissing on the neck, and then bites. I don't know how you get away with that biting on the stomach. I don't either. Because that's, that's a... That sounds like a chubby chaser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if if that's, yeah, that's where they're going yeah, with that, yeah. I don't know. I mean, you kind of because I can picture a vampire biting the wrist more than the neck. I yeah, mean, wouldn't that be much easier? Well, I'd I'd be suspicious, you know, once they start kissing on my stomach. First of all, maybe suspicious, maybe thinking no, this, date's I, going, this date's going better than expected. That, and yeah, but, you know, on I, the wrist, I, on the wrist, when they're kissing on the wrist, you're kind of like, what are they? gonna lick my armpit next yeah. or something or are like they that? trying gonna... to steal my watch yeah what, what are they asian they got some yeah. weird fetishes going yeah. On yeah i mean I yeah, yeah maybe yeah. so so anyway they like to bite a person's neck anyway um some legends tell that a vampire can turn into a bat we kind of knew that one oh, from the yeah and stuff and then the next one an oh, owl. oh 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 didn't see that coming well an owl. well now hang on let's back up to the bat because there's a rumor that the whole COVID thing started from bat soup. So can we blame vampires on COVID? No. Okay. It's purely I, the blame purely lies at the feet of the Chinese. Okay. I, I just want to make sure. Mammal, especially you know, wind uh, flying ones. Look, I'm I'm it's the Chinese you, Chinese but, virus. Yeah, but you know I'm still trying to blame somebody for this. So well, I thought, okay, well we can blame vampires, but okay, Chinese. you you killed that theory. So Chinese. okay. So anyway, they can turn it into an owl. Apparently, that's the first I've heard about an owl. An owl. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, the bat can be kind of creepy and stuff, but an owl. Owl's not that creepy. To wit, I mean, to he's woo, just to he, wit, to woo. Oh, look yeah. at my big eyes! I'm turning my head yeah. around. Yeah, they, I... yeah, but this poor bird—he's just hanging out in barns. He's killing mice. He's doing his own thing. Right. Uh, I don't know what the advantage of a vampire turning into an owl would be. I can see yeah. it with a bat a little bit. You but know? what about ducks? They don't turn into ducks or cats. See, see, but ducks would make much more sense. If they're going to turn into a bird, what, well, I don't know. What, wouldn't you want to be a duck? Because we know we can't trust ducks. That would make much more sense. I mean, it, it, who hates owls? Nobody hates owls. That's not true. But, uh, well, not I don't know. But, it, you know, there are mm. there are some bad people yeah, out there to, that might hate owls. Moloch and all that uh, okay. stuff. Anyway, so he can apparently uh, some legends say they can turn into a rat. So it's mm. a rat. So I don't know if it's like one rat yeah. particularly. They all share this rat. Colin, Colin the rat. So yeah. Occasionally he just gets, you know, yeah. turns it. Yeah, I don't know. Poor but guy. But a rat. I, again, I don't know. He's got limited reach and uh, 
generally despised. And this last one, which I'm very much in disagreement about, or even into a wolf. There's no way a vampire is turning into a wolf. No, it, isn't that a conflict of interest? Because you've got so. the werewolf thing out there anyway. So why would they kind of cross-pollinate and no, say no way they would do that? No, no I, yeah. I, I agree with you there. That That's not, that, that's that not was, happening. That was the first point in this whole Actually, what that, thought, no, 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 what that is, that is vampire propaganda right yes. there. That that is that is 100% propaganda. That is the New York Times writing some propaganda there that vampires want to be wolves. Now, that was the first point in the list where I had some high skepticism, actually. So, But this next one, though, I, I never heard of this one in my life. Okay. Right? In some regions of Europe... Well, believed... well, before you say this, let's be honest. I never heard them turning into an owl either. No, so I, I, but... it, it, you've already brought some of these yeah, other things one... light. So now you're looking at me like, oh, you didn't believe this. this one just wait the for the yeah, yeah. This yeah one, just yeah. wait for this one. Yeah, okay, yeah. all right, here we go. So in some regions of Europe, I think it was the southern bit of it, because they're a little bit more mental there anyway. Um, it was believed that pumpkins. Right, you kind of at this point, kind of like, all right, okay. pumpkins, bit Halloweeny, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. okay, or watermelons. Wait, wait, pumpkins or watermelons. Wait, watermelons. Watermelons. Yeah. Watermelons. Yeah, watermelons. Right. Watermelons. And we haven't even got to what the point of this is yet. Yeah. Just skepticism about Look, watermelons and I, the supernatural. Yeah, but I was yeah. believing you when you said pumpkins, right. but now you're moving on to watermelons. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm already not believing you, but okay. Pumpkins and watermelons. They turned into vampires if left out longer than 10 days. And that's even less believable than the whole wolf thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's so magically this gourd or fruit. Yeah. Turns into a vampire. Best, best sell by date sticker put on it. Yeah, and, mm. and and we get lazy and we say, oh, I'm not gonna throw that away yet because mm. uh, I'm too busy watching Netflix and yeah. now I'm supposed to throw this away. And if I don't throw it away in ten days, it becomes a vampire. Well, you mentioned yeah. Netflix, but I didn't say in some regions of Europe in nineteen, you know, twenty two or two thousand and eighteen. I, I yeah. think this was actually back few hundred years ago oh okay yeah so before netflix yeah, so when all, once, they had, when all they had was hulu yeah yeah so yeah. once netflix came out it took care of the pumpkins and watermelons well, so so yeah. good for you netflix yeah. you solved another world problem yeah. now the last one uh just in case like from that first part of the list you weren't able to spot a vampire it goes here if you think you might know a vampire you can keep them away by staying in the sunlight, which sucks okay. if you live in Seattle or somewhere, but right. it would suck anyway. And wearing garlic. And this and this quote here at the end of this really kind of epitomizes everything. They really don't like either of those things. Mm. Don't like they sunlight. Really don't, don't like, like either of those things. Okay. Yeah. So uh, stay good. in sunlight and wear garlic. So Yeah. So yeah. so pretty safe to assume that, you know, my wife loves Food with garlic, likes to be out in the sun. She's not a vampire. Right. So when I go home tonight, I don't have to worry about her biting my neck and, and drinking my blood, turning into an owl, and worrying that the watermelon that's been sitting out 10 days might turn into some kind right. of 
another vampire that might challenge her. Okay, it's a pretty comprehensive got that. List, though, yes, yeah, that's yeah. A great list. Yeah. So, um, you know, obviously with vampires, we have to move into the whole realm of you know books and movies. Because oh yeah, that's how most people were introduced to it, not by actual meetings of vampires because those people were not around to actually record right. their uh, or, or or the kind of research that we do to yeah. let everybody know yeah. what they need to be worried about yeah so um one of the first books that actually gained popularity regarding vampires was actually named the vampire which mm. i which i kind of like this creative is, title yeah it's published in a, but it gets to the point yeah well they spelt vampire v-a-m-p-y-r-e oh know, but, fire yeah they past. yeah they were trying to be creative there well, anyway yeah. that was published in 1819 but i do actually like that title because it's to the point you know it's not throwing me in any curveballs like as i mentioned before in a previous podcast killer mockingbird uh that yeah it was a fake title and the picture of dorian gray could have been about anything you know, but the vampire that pretty much lets you know this is what it's about. So right. I think its audience got what it uh, wanted when it bought that. Um, and there was a influential work. I'll say that I'm not sure to who it was influential. In 1847, called Varney the Vampire. Varney. 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 Isn't that a scary name? Varney. Mm, no, that that seems like lazy writing. Where it's kind of like Raymond or Eric the Vampire in yeah. terms of nightmare-inducing titles. I don't yeah, know if Barney it, the Vampire is really... Yeah, I mean, if, yeah. if Eric the vampire, vampire comes yeah. out, he's like, yeah. I'm going to steal yeah. your pizza, yeah. and that's about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to Whole Foods and yeah. not bringing you any change. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, so, so that, I don't know. But it was a famous one. I had actually heard of that one before I saw it on Google. Yeah. So anyway, the, the one which actually piqued my excitement a little bit uh, the next big title after that was about a lesbian vampire named oh. Camilla, right, in 1872. Which... Eight, oh, oh, okay, hang on now. 1872, yeah. you got a lesbian vampire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, being they progressive. They jumped on the bandwagon quick. Yeah, yeah. They, well, it, no, they, they weren't jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah. They were setting the stage. Yeah. They're driving the bandwagon yeah. here, so so good, good for them. That still does support my theory that nobody, not even the undead, wants to bite a man's neck. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, then we reach obviously uh, Bram uh, Stoker's, you know, Dracula in eighteen ninety seven. Wow, um, eighteen ninety seven. That's how old that is. Yeah. Wow. There, there was um, at least one sequel to that, but I can't remember the name of the book, and I didn't obviously bother looking it up. Um, oh, it wasn't like Dracula two the sequel. It had another name to it, which I've actually seen the movie, but. Again, not so memorable that I can actually tell you what it is. But, um, you know, it's a classic in all regards, but it's definitely not the last time an Eastern European arrived in England by boat to suck the country dry. Well, that happens yeah, on a happens. daily basis yeah, daily over basis, there. Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, after that, books about vampires were pretty crap. Um, Anne Rice wrote an uh, interview with a vampire in 76. And uh, slightly before that, one which is uh, more well known was a uh, Stephen King's Salem's Lot. Mm, you know, yeah. until the movies were made, you know, Interview with a Vampire. I don't know if anybody really knew much about that or well, Van Rice. I don't know what else she did, to be honest. Yeah, but you know, good old Stephen King. I mean, he's gonna dig up all that good stuff. Well, he's written and... quite a few good horror books. Sure, Anne Rice. I don't know what else she's done. Mm, yeah, me either. Yeah. I, I, so. Yep. 
Yeah. Good for her, though. Yeah. I mean, she made her name. I she mean, did you, make her name. Yeah. yeah. You, you only got to write one good thing. Well, she got right. Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt to appear in the... Uh, well, I don't know if she did, but whoever was in charge of casting did in the actual movie. Yeah. Maybe it was a vampire. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. I mean, lots of good folks in, in that movie. Uh, was... and, and honestly, that was a great movie. I mean, I yeah. did like Interview with the Vampire. Yeah. I, I thought that was a, a good version of the vampire story. Yeah, I, I thought it was a one good of, movie all the way around. One of the funniest reviews I read of that movie by a critic was, it's YMCA gayness meets Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, I could see that. <laughs> I could yeah, see that. That's, but, that's a harsh but, critic, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Well... You know, but that's what the critics are supposed right. to do. They're supposed to be harsh, and they're supposed to tell the truth, and they're not supposed to, you yeah. know, accept bribes and everything to say things are good when they're not. Well, they definitely uh, which, do that, especially which, nowadays. Oh, yeah, they never do that. But yeah. but no, looking back on Interview with the Vampire, I mean, that was a good movie. It, yeah. I, I mean, it really was, through yeah. and through. And the only reason why I can still watch that movie today with the wife is because the wife likes Christian Slater. Right. And Christian Slater has that, you know, part that he's yeah. the interviewer in doing the actual interview. No, who else? Oh, Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. She was like oh, young no, when I, she was in that movie. Yeah, no, yeah. I think that was her first movie. Yeah. You know, she was the little girl in yeah. that. And I mean, now she's a big actress. And uh, no, all in all, it that movie actually was a really good yeah, movie. And bad, it's yeah. it's one of those that's held up to the test of time. You could yeah. show that movie today and it feels like a movie that would be made today. Yeah. It, it it's a good movie. Yeah. Let's be honest. It's a good movie. Yeah. Now um I mentioned Salem's Lot and that they actually made a uh T V movie, movie for T V, however you call it. Um, and it was back in nineteen seventy nine, I wanna say. And um that movie absolutely scared the crap out of me and it's probably still my overall favourite vampire movie of all time and you know i have like most of them that have ever come out yeah you know on our hard drive yeah well you know, it's it, just... but but you're a horror movie fan and yeah. all that which, which i'm not but I, you know i let's go back to interview with the vampire i don't consider that a horror movie i'm not scared when i watch that movie but you can look at vampire movies and they would be considered horror Right. I mean, my wife, for instance, the movie Signs, that's mm-hmm. by M. Night Shyamalan, right? Yeah. And it's about aliens coming down. She's scared to death of that movie. She considers that a horror movie. I don't. I just consider that maybe suspense, thriller, something like that. Yeah. I don't consider that a horror movie. I'm not scared yeah. if I watch that when I'm going to bed at night. I'm not going to have nightmares about yeah. that movie. But she will. She well, absolutely will. Well, so... But yeah. there could be people that with Interview with the Vampire, if they're watching that at night before they're going to bed, could probably have nightmares about that movie yeah. that vampires are going to do that stuff. Well, I, I always consider or kind of, I guess, label movies that have anything to do with the supernatural a horror movie because there are a lot of titles yeah. now called horror and it's just like a serial killer or, you know, if you take... Um, what was uh, Misery by Stephen King? You know, where yeah. that Kathy Bates, you know, gets yep. turned up to bed, you know, isn't very kind True. to him. I think that's listed as a horror. To me, that's not a horror. That's just like getting a bad Airbnb 
deal. Yeah, you know? which is actually probably happens quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, with people, yeah. you know, staying in an Airbnb, I, I could see that happen. Yeah. I mean, it, to me, one of the scariest movies ever made, honestly, hands down, scariest movie ever made, should be in the horror category, High School Musical. That is such a scary Have movie. Have you seen the second one? Uh, oh, there's like three or Great. four. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, those are scary movies. Yeah. That, that should scare people yeah. watching that, yeah. that that could happen. Well, yeah, I think that as the future of the next generation should yeah. scare people a lot. Um, now, there's actually, with Dracula, over 200 movies worldwide which have been Dracula movies. Now, a lot of them have been in different languages, obviously. Sure. You know, because I've got like, I don't know, about 25 of them, but... Um, I, I need to actually download. I need to go on BitTorrent and download the Bollywood versions because I want oh. to see Dracula with singing and dancing. Oh, absolutely. Coming from How... somebody who literally has seen Dracula on ice. And yeah. I did. Dracula on ice. Bram Stoker's Dracula on ice. Yeah. I want to see the Bollywood singing and dancing version yeah. of Dracula. That, that would be fantastic. Right. And, of course, you got to remember, and I'm sure you do, I mean, Dracula's based off, what's his name, Vlad Dracul or whatever. Vlad I mean, the Impaler, yeah. Yeah, a, a, a real-life person. But he's actually a hero in that part of Eastern Europe because he fought off, the, um, fought off the Muslims and stuff right. and repelled them. So, I mean, I know the name, you know, Dracul comes from the dragon and mm-hmm. that type of stuff. But, no, Vlad the Impaler is actually a hero in that part yeah. of Eastern Europe. And, and still to this day, yeah. he is. I yeah. mean, I, I give him mad props. He did a good job on yeah. you know, Had lots of movies made after him. Yeah. I'm guessing his family's not seeing any of those royalties, right, yeah. which is not a shame. Not even from the t-shirts. Yeah. yeah. God, that's terrible. Yeah. Maybe we should fix that. Yeah. I impaled somebody and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. Yeah. 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 Ridiculous. Terrible for him. Now, there was um, obviously a lot of spin-off and uh, over-commercialization of Dracula, right? Sure. Um, there was a series of movies back in the time when um, there was a genre called black exploitation movies. Okay. Right. And there was a movie called Blackula, right, which I, is basically I, a black Dracula. I vaguely remember yeah. this coming out. Yeah. And I, I can't, for the life of me, figure out why that type of movie was made at that time because it's like. You know, if you want to kind of like further civil rights and all this stuff, why bring out black exploitation movies and Blackula? Yeah, yeah, because it was it was just basically Dracula with an afro, I think, but it kept pretty much to the same story, but had a little bit of disco music in it. Yeah, but I don't think you could do that nowadays. Well, no. Yeah, it, it, yeah, you know that that's long gone. It, yeah. It's kind of like uh, Blazing Saddles. That movie could not be released today. No. Uh, it, you couldn't do it. We could. It lasts about eight minutes. Yeah. I think there's an edited version that is <laughs> on AMC that's literally nine and right. a half minutes yeah. long. Yeah. And it's so boring that nobody knows what's right. going on. Yeah. It's kind of like I remember uh, way back in the day when I had normal television. You know, I, I had, I don't know, Dish Network or maybe just local cable or whatever. And Pulp Fiction came on regular basic cable. And I tried to watch it, and I thought, if this was the first time I ever saw this movie, I would be so confused because you have no clue what's going on at all because they had to edit it down so bad. And you walk away. I mean, the 
edited version of Pulp Fiction. It's like literally an hour and 15 minutes because they had to edit so much out of it. You don't even know what the movie was really about. Well, even when they take out the cussing, it's it, uh, it's like listening yeah. to it in Cantonese. Yeah, just, absolutely. You, know. it, you yeah. have, it, it, and it is not just the cussing, but the violence and yeah. the everything else. And not that we're sitting here glorifying that, but you don't actually know what the movie's trying to portray. It, yeah. One of my favorite movies of all time is Goodfellas. I love the movie Goodfellas, but I hate watching it on TV because they cut so much out of it because, I, oh, we can't have the drug use and we can't have this. And then they substitute cuss words for other words. And it, it, it's such a mess that if somebody for the first time watched that movie... It's just like a group of angry people having a lunch meeting. Yeah. It, it, it's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. So um, one of the uh, exploitation uh, Dracula movies was actually named Zoltan. Zoltan. Hound of Dracula, right? Which I haven't seen it in about 20 years. Right? Zoltan sounds Zoltan, like... Zoltan, uh, right? It's a pretty yeah, cool name. Yeah, it, it, it sounds like a... If I like had a, another child, I would name it Zoltan. Yeah, but, but it sounds like a, a a movie that should be like a superhero. Flash Gordon. Yeah, Zoltan, like Zoltan. Yeah, yeah. It, uh. all powerful. Well, uh, like I said, it's been like about 20 years since I watched it, but I can't remember if like Dracula gets a bit desperate and bites a dog. For some blood or he's just lonely and made a really crappy spur of the moment decision and uh, adopted a dog at a rescue center right i don't know but um amazingly mr fluffykins house cat of dracula didn't get enough gofundme money to secure production so that movie never oh, came to me that's terrible yeah mainly because you can't train cats to act no no you can't not not without electric collars and stuff yeah but which is now considered don't, more cruelty. Yeah, but don't get me started on cats. cats. I, I mean, we're gonna go with like another hour and a half if yeah. you get me on cats yeah. again. Yeah, uh, yeah, we yeah. Ne- we need to move on here. Yeah. So, um, basically, in the modern era, right, vampires they're now kind of romanticized a lot, right, in the books and TV and movies. Um, Vampire Diaries, which I will admit I did watch probably about the first three or four seasons of that. Um, Mainly because I kind of liked a couple of the female characters in there, but let's leave that alone. And uh, Twilight Saga, which is essentially the equivalent oh, of a Taylor Swift covering oh, Smells Like yeah, Teen Spirit. I yeah. mean, sparkly, Here we go. sparkly vampires, let's make it all kind of oh. romantic and all that stuff. So. Yeah, what, what a mess that Twilight thing was. It was. Uh, my wife had a friend that would literally put herself in a room, lock the door, and read those novels, and just try to envelop herself into that world, and just yeah. pretend that she was the, uh, what's her name, Kristen, Bella. Kristen yeah, something, yeah. yeah, Bella, or whatever. No, she came out as a lesbian after those movies finished. Well, I don't doubt that because i almost came out of a lesbian out as a lesbian after watching those movies yeah that that was terrible that that was that was the sad part if Mm. if there was a consortium of vampires that could sit around the table and say hey we got to control our public image they should have voted against yeah. the Twilight Saga. They they really should have. They should have came out and said, "No, no, we can't. We can't have this. Yeah. We we definitely cannot have this. This cannot happen." 
And then, of course, you know, it, we're not talking about werewolves, but then they, they have the werewolf portion in there. Yeah. And actually, the werewolves in that was better than the vampires. And well, it, it, yeah. that was just yeah. such a mess, such a mess whenever it was done. And, and thankfully, that's all done. But uh, Now, the movies did actually have a decent soundtrack. I remember they had some yes. news in there. They had a Tom York's hearing damage. No, and stuff. It, there they was some good some things. Good songs, I, yeah. I I will admit I I don't know what the name of the song is, but it's a chick singer, and uh, at the the last movie, it, the chick singer is the uh, you know the final song or whatever, and they go through kind of like this elongated credits at the very uh, end of the wasn't movie. Wasn't that the one they used in like the second, um, a thousand years? Yeah, it? yeah. Uh, I, I, I love years? you. Yeah. I, I'll always love somebody you for Perry, a thousand years or whatever. Or whatever that was, that yeah. honestly is a, a good song. It's yeah. a great song. Nice song. It's yeah. a great song. Yeah. And I honestly like the end of that movie yeah. for two reasons. Yeah. One, because the way they paired that song with, you know, kind of yeah. saying, hey, you know, this is all finished and everything. That that part's great. And then the other fact of, hey, this is finished and there's going to be no more of this. Yeah. I think that's the other part that I, I like. That, I but think, it's a great song. Yeah. It, it's a great song. I think if they'd have shortened all the movies and made it into a documentary, but just kept the soundtrack, it would have worked out a lot better. Yeah. yeah. Probably so. Yeah. Uh, so, um... Obviously, we can't kind of like leave the vampires topic without talking about real vampires, okay? True. Keeping it real, vampires. Um, now, you know, the world's a bit bat poop crazy at the moment, and it's now okay to, you know, if you want to identify as a non-binary gendered unicorn, you know, you can do that. And you, and you I, can put that on the census form. Yeah, I want to yeah. identify as a unicorn. Non I don't know about the nine non-binary non gender you just thing, be a but male unicorn. Yeah, I just can I just be a unicorn? Do yeah. I have to identify a gender? Can I just say I'm a unicorn? Well, you do on the census. Yeah. Oh, I think so. You click uh, the other box. If you want. Uh, I don't know. I made everything oh. up when oh. I filled out the census. So anyway, there's um also people out there who claim to be real vampires. Now, amazingly, and coincidentally. You know, most of them dress like Prince during the old uh, Purple Rain thing. Yeah. You know, that bohemian type well, dressed up. Why all not? The, all they look like extras from um, that Smashing Pumpkins Tonight, Tonight, Tonight video. Yeah. Uh, you know, where they go up to the moon or wherever it right. is. And, you know, all those people. Um, but actually, what I'd like to leave our listeners with, because, you know, obviously we're from Texas. We live in Texas. And... There's a big real vampire presence apparently in Texas, and I went. What? To, yeah, apparently, there is. Yeah, you're kidding me. No, so I went to the official. Um, well, the first one I found on Google, the uh, official thing about real vampires in Texas, right? So I'm reading this. So it is it, fact. It, is it TexasVampires.com? No. Oh, I wonder if TexasVampires.com. Is actually a website. It might be. Let's fight up if not. Yeah. And do it and dot net and dot. Oh yeah. Dot org. Yeah. yeah. And we'll sit on it. Yeah. And sell it for more money next year. But yeah. Anyway. For like twenty dollars. Yeah. So it says uh, Texas is one of many states that boasts of vibrant vampire communities hmm. known as courts. 
C-O-U-R-T-S. Yeah. Self-identifying vampires can apply for membership in their city. Now, I'm assuming via the internet, just like in ye olde days, that's how you apply to get... Um, right. No, that makes sense. So, can you imagine what that, you know, application form looks like? You know, I'm going to apply yeah. as a vampire. vampire. Yes. Uh, yeah. It, and... It, is that it? I mean, it, well, is no. it is it like dating in the sixth grade where like, do you like me? Yes, no, maybe. Are you uh, forgetting the checklist we did earlier? Those are going to be the questions. Mm. Can you turn into an owl or a bat? Do you have very sharp fangs? That's yeah. going to be the checklist on that form. It's no, going to that... be a one-page checklist. You fill that out online. You're going to get a reply for your email and you're accepted. So if you live in Texas... And you go to texasvampires.com, which probably isn't a real website. Will be next week. And then you fill this out, and maybe you can be a vampire. Right. I mean, it, that should that should be great. So, yeah. I wonder if they have to wear masks, though. Mm. It, you know, it, can wanna, well you kill I, the I, undead twice. Do you? Yeah, but I guess the big question is. Can vampires catch the COVID? Well, also, how do they bite necks when they have to socially distance? Yeah. I mean, it, you're you're six foot away. You're wearing a mask. That's got to be tough for yeah. vampires. I mean, that, that's one of those kind of uh, social groups that maybe we've forgotten about. Through this age of COVID, that that they've got to be suffering through this. Right. If if they're a real vampire, they're saying, "Well, how am I supposed to go out right now and bite people's necks because I got this mask on? I I can barely breathe. I, I got to go out at night, and and we've already determined apparently uh, the COVID is very dangerous at night. It's not after so, nine o'clock. Yeah, it, it's very dangerous then. So, so now I got to put this mask on, but I can't get within six foot of somebody. I, I think they have some kind of a Supreme Court case that they're being discriminated against. Well, it's just proof COVID's ruined everything for everybody. Yeah, I feel. You know, I, I went into this just trying to learn about vampires. Now I kind of feel sorry for vampires. I mean, don't you? A little bit? I mean, it, the real vampires out there, they got to be listening to this saying, you know, you don't understand the struggle that we've gone through. That There is no hashtag on Twitter that are supporting us. We've, we've really struggled through this. Well, I didn't feel sorry for them until... I learned that some of them turn into an owl. Yeah, but nothing wrong with an owl. I know. Most of them end up pets for, you know, Hogwarts and all that good stuff. So hopefully everybody listening to this learned everything they need to know about vampires. And we appreciate your support and we will catch you on the next one.